BearsIllustrated.com and talk some Baylor football. All right, uh, Ward, you were just going through it on the uh, Sports Center update, but uh, the top 25 is out. Of course, Alabama's number one, and they're you know they're number one in the universe. Uh, Georgia's number two, Oklahoma's four, Aggies are five, Iowa State is nine, Texas is 15. So there, it, it, there's your uh, there's your, your your Big 12 programs now. I was just looking at this. So right now today, uh, you have, uh, what, uh, three Big 12 programs in the top 25 in Oklahoma, Texas, and Iowa State. And today you have six SEC programs in the top 25. Three of the top five are SEC programs. Now, a couple of years from now or next year, whatever the case may be, when Texas and Oklahoma depart our fair league and, and head over to the SEC, you're looking at just two teams potentially ward in the Big 12 in uh, in Iowa State and Cincinnati because Cincinnati mm-hmm. is a Cincinnati's number seven, and you would have eight count them eight SEC programs in the top 25. Now we know that money's involved, but isn't that another reason why you, you've got to fortify this league? You've got to have more than two teams that are among the nation's top 25 if you're going to be one of the premier conferences in the country. You would think. Uh, but, I mean, if you look at the programs that are in the Big 12 and, you know, where they stand right now in the landscape of college football, I mean, it's kind of a big ask in a couple of years for them to turn it around and, and be in, you know, four or five teams in the top 25. Now, it's not impossible. We've seen it happen before. But um, I, I just – if if you're going to redo this league and bring in the four teams that we expect to see come in on to, uh, Friday, you know, I, I don't – again, there's one there for me that, that pushes the button. The other ones, not so much. And that's you know I as of right now. Yeah, I'm one I mean, and I, a half. I'm one and a, I, I like this Cincinnati thing, I, right? I, I do, and I love the BYU thing. I'm a little confused by the Houston thing, quite frankly. Me too. And, and then Central Florida is Central Florida. <laughs> you know, I mean, right? Eh, okay, if you want to, fine. Uh, the Houston thing, I'm just I, I don't get. I mean, I really don't. Tell me what Houston brings to the table, and don't say Houston television market because. That's not it. That's not it. Well, I, you know, I, I think that they're thinking that's part of it, but I don't, I don't know. I, I think you're right. I don't, I don't feel like it is. I, I can't answer it because I'm right there with you. I don't, I don't know exactly what they bring to the table other than location. Um, and great recruiting gonna, for everybody else. Yeah, it helps everybody else in the Big 12 as far as recruiting in the Houston area, and it hurts Houston a little bit in the recruiting area as far as the Big 12 goes. Um, but if you're going to just go on location, then, you know, why not pick off a couple of more out of that conference that are right in your own backyard as well, like SMU, uh, you know, and, and teams like that. I, so I don't, I don't think it's as much as you like to think it's location. I don't think that that has anything to do with it. I'd like to know why Houston – instead of somebody else in that conference and you know what does houston have that maybe the smu doesn't or you know that's a great question you know i i don't know 
I, I have no idea what their thought process was on it. I honestly thought it would be Memphis. But I did see Dennis Dodd had an article I talked yesterday about how I thought that it was Baylor and Texas that did that was against Houston. Uh, according to him, it was Texas was the main reason that Houston was not in the Big 12 previously, that they well, were I, absolute I think it dead was, set against it. I think it was, it was Texas. I think it was Texas Tech. I think Baylor had something to say about it as well. I, I think all three of those schools Aggies? didn't. Yeah, and, and probably the Aggies. Because they, time, they recruit right. the heck out of Houston. Don't kid Absol- yourself. Ab- absolutely. And I think that they probably had, you know, a, a little voice in that room as well. So, you know, I, I it may have been Texas was the loudest, but I guarantee you the rest of those schools that we just mentioned did not want Houston to be involved in the Big 12 because of the fact they didn't want Houston to be able to beat the Big 12 drum and say, hey, you can play, stay right here and play in the Big 12. So there you go. I mean, I was just I was looking at the top twenty-five, and I thought this is interesting. A couple of years from now, you're looking at Iowa State and Cincinnati as potential Big Twelve members, and that's it. And but if you look also, uh, Ward, if you're looking at the Pac-12 today, there's only three of the top twenty-five of the Pac-12 that are that are among the the nation's elite. Oregon's right. at twelve, UCLA's at sixteen, and Arizona State's at twenty-three. Mm-hmm. That's it. Well, and again, you gotta you gotta keep in mind that you know who who has a stranglehold on the top twenty five. You mentioned it starting off. It's it's that conference to the to the to the right and towards the bottom. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, and 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 there lies why Oklahoma and Texas wanted to migrate that direction. That's exactly why it it you know it not only appears to be. If you're looking at going by top 25 in rankings, it is the strongest conference in the land. Well, and the, and and as far as uh, a couple of the other teams go, and I don't, you know, I know it's not much receiving votes, but uh, UCF is right outside the top 25, and uh, BYU obviously after beating Arizona received some votes. So I mean, with another win and a couple of losses, there's a chance they could jump into the top 25. But yeah, as of now, yeah, but it's just two. that's not the point. 23 yeah, and 24 it, is not where we're talking about. We're talking yeah, top it, 10 they're programs. Not, they're not going to get in the top 10. No, There's no, no way no, any one no. of those programs get in the top 10. No. They're not even going to smell the top 10. No, no, I'm with you. And, and, and that's what we're talking about. We're talking about the elite football teams and football programs in America, which makes them right now, whether we like it or don't like it, the elite conference in America. So Yeah, it does. There's no doubt. All right. It's a 429, 29 past four. We are rolling through here. We're going to get to the Ranger Roundup for you in just a couple of minutes. You know what I want to do right now? Uh, I want to go ahead and give away a couple of cheeseburger baskets from our good friends at Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. If you want to uh, jump on the phone and be the fifth caller right now, caller number five at uh, – 254-662-1660, 254-662-1660, caller number five, jump on that phone, and we're going to give you a couple of cheeseburger baskets from uh, Perry and David and all the folks over at Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers, 254-662-1660, caller number five, you are a winner from ESPN Central Texas. All right, we're going to take a second, and we're going to talk about our friends over at Good Feet. Uh, in the Central Texas marketplace. If you have back aches and or maybe your hips and, and legs are sore at the end of the day, visit our friends at Good Feet in the Central Texas marketplace. They have uh, 
They have a three-step arch support system that may, just may be the trick that you need. You see, what they do, it, it's not just a, 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 an, an insole in for your shoe. It, I mean, it truly is a total body wellness program with premier pain relief products. You know, they've got three different types of arches for your shoes. They have the strengthener, which does just that. It strengthens your arches in your posture and then they have the maintainer which does exactly what it says it's going to maintain your 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 uh your your arches and in your um and and then they have the relaxer which you know hey you're just around the house you got the you got the your uh your house shoes on or maybe some slides on you can throw this in there and it will help you there as well so it, it's really a cool program and in it's they've got 300 and 50 different sizes and 25 different styles. So they've got something for everyone. And you're saying, well, man, I, I don't know. I mean, it sounds good. But look, the the consultation and the fitting and, and the whole process that, that leading up to it is absolutely free. So go check them out. They're open Monday through Saturday from 10 until 6 and Sunday from noon until 5. We're talking about our good friends at uh, Good Feet in the Central Texas marketplace all right congratulations to tim tim is a winner he's got a couple of cheeseburger baskets from double r old-fashioned hamburgers waco high football on espn central texas hi this is tom barfield join johnny tusa darren burra and me this thursday night as the waco lions host the clean kangaroos our coverage from waco isd stadium will begin at 6 30 with the pregame show we'll have the kickoff and all the play-by-play action at seven o'clock don't miss Waco High and Colleen this Thursday night at 6.30, and it's right here on ESPN Central Texas. Corporate retirement has a lot of moving parts, and putting together a thorough plan takes careful preparation. I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. I've spent a lot of time thinking about retirement planning from the perspective of employees and employers. We'd like to build a relationship with you and help you chart a path toward your financial goals. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. It's music to our ears. Just listen to Deidre. I would tiptoe out of bed because the pain would shoot up my heels. When I went to the Good Feet store, they allowed me to try on the arch supports and I started sobbing because I had no pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. Come join us. Helmet Aerospace, situated in Waco for 48 years and now hiring for several positions. Helmet produces fasteners for industrial applications such as transportation, renewable energy, and automotive. Helmet Aerospace is looking for production technicians, quality engineers, machining techs, maintenance electricians, and more. Most positions require a mechanical aptitude or background, and all jobs require a high school diploma or GED. Helmet Aerospace offers a complete benefits package from day one. Go to helmet.com slash join us. Search Waco for a complete listing. Come join ESPN Central Texas at Twisted Root Burger Company in Waco, Thursday, September 9th from 2 to 4. John Morris and Matt Mosley will be broadcasting their shows live. Stop by and join the fun, Thursday, September 9th at Twisted Root Burger Company in Waco, located at 801 South 2nd Street. 
Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a Thai manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco, to apply. Every man knows that you got to get it right in the bed. Hey there, Jay from Pickup Outfitters here to talk about a sensitive issue and asking you, please, don't drive around town exposing your stuff. Please, cover that truck bed. This is a very serious form of truck nudity. Trucks without bed covers, and it's an easy fix. There are so many different types of covers depending on your needs and style. From folding, rolling, locking, retractable, anything from black to silver, even paint to match the original cover of your truck. All these are hard, rigid covers, just like they should be. Now there are also some soft bed covers, but you know. So don't be driving around with a bare truck bed. It's like letting people peek underneath your covers. It just ain't right. See the different types of bed covers at createacommotion.com slash covers. Won't you help us end truck nudity? Stop by our showroom and see all our bed cover displays at Pickup Outfitters just off of Waco Drive at 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Wines with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. The Baltimore Ravens signed three-time Pro Bowl running back Le'Veon Bell to their practice squad yesterday. Georgia jumped three spots to number two behind Alabama in the AP Top 25, followed by Ohio State, Oklahoma, and A&M rounding out the top five. Fans wanted to see Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers face Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys in the NFL's first matchup of the 2021 season will have to pay a high price. According to Vivid Seats, the average cost of ticket for Thursday night's game at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa is $582. That's the highest price admission for a Bucks game in the past 10 years. Rangers on a three-game winning streak go for their longest streak of the season, taking on the Diamondbacks this afternoon. Temple coaches show with Scott Stewart tonight, live from Wings Pizza and Things in Temple and on Fox Sports Central Texas starting at 6 o'clock. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time now for the Ranger Roundup. Brought to you by Kaleo Wealth Management Group. All right, 436. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward and Aaron, we're glad you're with us as we roll along here on a uh, a, a uh, Wednesday afternoon. Rangers won last night 3-1 to one over the Diamondbacks. And I'm telling you, uh, the, the big hit in the ball game was from Martin, and but look who came home to score. The Angels are at double play depth. No score first inning. The Rangers threaten. And the pitch, a broken bat pop-up behind first base, and that'll fall for a run-scoring hit. Hernandez is home. Stopping at second is Connor Falefa. It's a broken bat flare base hit for D.J. Peters, and the Rangers grab a quick one to nothing lead. And would not look back on their way to a 3-1 victory. They're now at 50 and 88. Winners ward of three in a row, as you mentioned. And they're winning this afternoon by a score of three to two in the top of the sixth inning. Look out. They I'm telling you, they're 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 on the move. They're on the move. So <laughs> look out for this team. Uh you're not buying, are you? 
No, sorry. I'm not buying. I, no, look, you, you've said it before, and I, I think it's worth saying again. It's a lot funner to watch these young guys just trying to make some kind of mark and leave an impression on the front office, leave an impression on the coaching staff while they get this little cup of coffee in the bigs and, and, and maybe something special happens for them. And it may not be with the Rangers. It may be with somebody else. But, you know, they're getting their turn underneath the big lights, and I think that that's fun for those guys. Absolutely. And, and you know. And, and it's a lot funner than watching the dumpster fire we watched for two and a half months. Well, and, and you know, so last night they they started Spencer Howard. They knew they were only going to throw Howard a couple of innings. They turn it over to Jordan Lyles, and he pitches seven innings of relief. That's like a start. I yes. mean, that, that's most of the time that's more than a start. I mean, you know what I mean? It's uh, mm-hmm. and he and it's the longest relief win by a Ranger pitcher since August of 1980. <laughs> so we're seeing all kinds wow. of things going on here. But I mean, he he comes he, and he knew that he was the first out of the pen, but he wasn't giving up the baseball. So he goes seven innings after Howard throws the first two. Spencer Howard throws the first two in a uh, in a designated two inning start. And then Jordan Lyles comes in, throws seven innings, and they win the ball game. And that's great. I mean, again, he's he's making an impression. I mean, he might have just, you know, he has to have a bigger sample size, but you know, he might have aspirations of being in that starting rotation. Well, there's a there's a good opening resume for that right there. And, and as you pointed out, it's it's just so much more fun to watch these guys who are who are battling for a roster spot battling for, you know, playing time to uh, step in and uh, and get the job done. That's exactly what some of these young guys are doing. I'm, you know, I was kidding around about uh, Peters, but look how well he's played over the last three weeks or so. I mean, you know, and, and you're right, it's a small sample size, but, heck, I'd rather him play well over that three-week period than play poorly. Sure, absolutely. And, again, you know, they're just they're guys out there having a good time playing the game they love and, they're getting an opportunity to play in the bigs. And, you know, that's been their dream their whole life. And so, you know, whether on you're on a good team or a bad team, that really doesn't matter to them at this point. They're they're up getting their cup of coffee for the first time, and, and that's exciting. Absolutely. Absolutely. That is our Ranger Roundup, by the way, and it's brought to you by Joe Kaleo and the fine folks at Kaleo Wealth Management. Uh, from our CNC Collision Center text line, uh, I got a quick note here that says the Mars, uh, Mart and Riesel JV game scheduled for Thursday night has also been canceled. So, Ugh. man, that's a tough deal there for uh, for those youngsters who were going to play uh, tomorrow night in the junior varsity game. Uh, so this this must be going on over at Riesel then. That's my guess, but I mean I didn't. Yeah. want I'm not going to speculate. But I, no, I'm no, not either. I'm yeah. just saying if if the varsity game is against somebody else in the uh-huh. JV game. Uh, unfortunately, it sounds like it, it. You know, I don't know this for sure, uh, but it sounds like unfortunately something's going on over there, and that's well. That I hate that for those kids. Absolutely. Uh, let's see from the uh, the two five four. Here's a uh, prediction that the Cowboys will go thirteen and four. Whoa, thirteen and four. Thirteen and four is going to win your division. Probably going to have you at home most of the way in the NFC. It could get you a first round by. It could get you a first round by. Yeah. 13 and 4. Now, to get 13 and 4, they can't go 0 and 2. Let's be honest. So, 
they have to split to get to 13 and four. Don't you think they have to either beat Tampa and lose to the Chargers, or 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 lose to the the uh, t- to lose to Tampa and beat the Chargers? One of the way. I mean, I, I just don't see you starting 0 and two and then finishing 13 and four. I don't know about you. I mean, that's a yeah, I, that's, it, a, tough that's a big ask. Mm-hmm. That's a big ask. No I question. Mean, I, I, I mean, I, it's 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 possible. Hey, listen, but, if that happens. We're going to have fun in this room, in this building, because we're going to be covering a winner for a change. Uh, and, and I, I, nobody wants to see that happen more than we do. I mean, I would love it, but I'm just, I'm just, I don't know. I guess I'm skeptical about the defense until yeah, I, until we get a, 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 a sample size. I'm I'm skeptical about the Cowboys. I'm skeptical <laughs> about the coaching staff. I'm you know I mean, look, we haven't seen it in. 25 years, right? Yeah, when's the last time there's – well, you know, the Jason Garrett had that one year. What did they do? Go 13-3. and 13-1. And, 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 yeah, and, and then and took an immediate exit stage right. I mean, you know. Yeah. Shouldn't have. That That, that was the uh, Dez catch, non-catch. But still, they did. Yeah. End of the day, they, they weren't playing the following week. I know that. So, uh, it, but they – so there's but, – but it's been few and far between. There's been more – collapses and disasters and 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 just you know in the ditch Junk. yeah dumpster fire in the ditch seasons uh over the last 20 25 years and there's been good ones like you know we all know that and then for you know for the young people they go why are, why are there such diehard cowboy fans well you know there was a time uh under coach landry where it, it wasn't if you were going to make the playoffs it was how deep is this team going? You know, it, he, it was just year after year after year they were winning division titles and, and, or wild cards and, and, and going to the playoffs and, and, yeah, and winning mean, championships. Yeah, this, this is a storied franchise that, you know, expected to win. They, they went into every scene expecting to win. But think uh, about it. If you're 25 years old, maybe even 30, that, that doesn't register, does it? No, absolutely not. They're, 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 that's not even something that's even on your radar. They, those, you know, that, that, that age of person that's a football fan has never seen the Cowboys dominate the NFL, never seen the Cowboys hold up the Lombardi Trophy, ever. They've never seen them in a conference championship game, yeah, ever. If you're 25, what, would you have been four when they won their last Super Bowl? Yeah, you were glued to the TV for that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, JC says, I got the Cowboys picking in the top three of the draft next year because Dak isn't right, and then backups aren't worth a fill-in-the-blank. Uh, so <laughs> there you wow. go. Uh, 444, it's 16 away from five. You want to join us, we'd love to hear from you. Up next is Tim Watkins from BearsIllustrated.com. The Lorena Coaches Show with Ray Biles is brought to you by TFNB, your bank for life, and the Lorena Athletic Association. Lorena Leopards' record runs to 0-2 after a 21-13 loss to China Spring. Taking on a 4A team, though, is there any moral victory in being that close? Well, I mean, you know, we knew we were going to be playing a good football team, Lark, uh, in China Spring. Uh, they're one of the 
premier 4A schools around right now. But uh, no, we're not into we've never been much into moral victories around here. So uh, you know, our expectation is to to win ball games, and you know, we got ourselves in a hole the other night and tried to dig out of it. And I give the kudos for our kids as far as you know fighting in the second half and, and making a heck of a ball game out of it. But uh, anyway, no, we've just got to continue to try to clean our game up and see if we can't uh, do that part of it. If we do that, I think we're going to be okay. Holding China Springs to just 21 points, pretty good effort on the sub part of your defense. Well, it was because uh, 14 of their points, they had an interception that set them up in the red zone down on our end of the field, and then they had a scoop and score where the defensive tackle went 60 yards or so for a touchdown with a fumble. I mean, we gave ourselves a chance at the end to, to have a shot, and uh, it just didn't happen. But uh, like I said, we're working on getting some things cleaned up, and hopefully we won't shoot ourselves in the foot this week. It's got to be gratifying that against the team of China Springs caliber, Jaden Porter was able to, to get loose for a good game. Yeah, Jaden had a, a couple of really nice catches. He got over the top, and uh, and Ryan hit him twice. And you know, the first one was just a, as well covered a, a play as you could hope. Uh, China Spring safety was all over him, but you know, the ball was right on top of him. So uh, it was a heck of a play. And then the second one again, he he got behind everybody and got the ball. So that's a nice weapon to have. You know, we're looking forward to hopefully some more of those this season. This week it's the Gatesville Hornets who are one and one. They got stung by Glen Rose forty-one to ten last week. Gatesville's much improved. Coach Howard has done a great job of holding those kids together, and you know, we expect them to come in here to Leopard Field and, and give us a you know plenty of fight on Friday night. It ought to be a heck of a ball game. ESPN Central Texas. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cash back, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB Your Bank for Life, member FDIC. The Lorena Athletic Association meets the first Monday of each month and they invite all supporters of the Leopards and Lady Leopards to become members and attend the meetings. Each year, all volunteer Lorena Athletic Association awards college scholarships to deserving Lorena ISD graduating senior student athletes. They also provide needed items each year from the high school and junior high coaches wishes list. The Lorena Athletic Association is seeking volunteers to work concession stands at home sporting events. Call Lorena High School for more information or check them out on Facebook. Come as you are and enjoy food you won't forget at Oakley's Rustic Grill and Oakley's Shuck and Shack at the Route 77 Food Truck Park. Oakley's Rustic Grill features burgers, baskets, and po' boys, plus a Monday through Friday lunch special. One entree, two sides for $8.99. Try the buffalo mac and cheese. It's mac and cheese topped with buffalo fried chicken tenders. Or the Big Tex burger, brisket and a chuck patty topped with cheddar cheese, applewood smoked bacon, onions, pickles, and barbecue sauce. Oakley's Shuck and Shack features fresh seafood, grilled cheese, and more. They have lobster served three different ways, plus Gulf and Blue Point oysters and oysters Rockefeller. A great place to refuel before or after the game, and you won't have to wait an hour to be served. Oakley's Rustic Grill and Oakley's Shuck and Shack at the Route 77 Food Truck Park, 17th and LaSalle Avenue in Waco. Open at 11 every day except Sunday. Climate-controlled inside seating is available. 
Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas, football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and scratch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz, a combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixins. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Okay, stand by. Now, from the Alan Samuel Studios. All right, 4.50, 10 away from 5. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Your home for Baylor football, the Bears, and Texas Southern coming up Saturday night. 6 o'clock kickoff. Our uh, coverage begins at 2 o'clock with our tailgate show from Touchdown Alley. And we're joined now by Tim Watkins from BearsIllustrated.com. Tim, what was uh, what was your big takeaway from the win Saturday night against Texas State? You know, there was a lot of good things out of that game. I don't think anybody was happy with the final score of being 29 to 20. You know, gave up uh, you know 10 points, really gifted to them off of uh, off of penalties that extended those drives. But I think the biggest takeaway for me was the running game. You know, simply put, we we didn't see that type of offensive line performance last year in the nine conference games. Mind you, Texas State is not at the level of most of the Big 12 teams. Maybe they could be. They could probably be Kansas, but outside of that, you know, they're they're a tier below what Baylor will see in the Big 12 conference, especially on the defensive side of the ball. But for Baylor, especially in the second half, to be able to really dictate uh, in running downs uh, with a loaded box and still be able to average 6.1 yards per carry between their two star star running backs, Nathan Smith and Treston Ebner. That, that's very positive for the Baylor Bears and with a running game that was, was quite awful at times last year. With that being said, do you, do you think that the offense and defensive line is at least trending in the right direction from where it was last year, even though it was against a lesser opponent on Saturday? I think so. I mean, the offensive line, there was a lot of mixing and matching. There was a lot of guys coming in and out uh, for drives, and and we started to see some of the units click, especially in that third quarter, which I thought was by far their best and most most, uh, productive quarter out there, Um, really outside of that initial drive, which I think uh, was uh, four or five plays and done, uh, just one first down, and then they had to punt. You know, they had – multiple scoring drives in that third quarter, and we saw Jacob Gall at center. Uh, we saw Michael Mascua at one of the guards. We saw uh, Khalil Keith out there with Connor Galvin as well. So the ability, I think, to get film, 
get guys working together, especially on the offensive line, we got to find the right five pieces, and that's what Coach Grimes and Coach Mateos are really focusing on. And I think they tried to really make that item number one on the offensive list. What are the right five guys for us to be able to run the ball effectively? We started to see some of that, especially in the second half. You know, the defensive side, I think the defensive line probably underperformed what our expectations were, uh, at least statistically. They only had one sack. We only had seven tackles for loss. But they had a lot of opportunities to make negative plays. The Quiasa, they just missed on. Um, they, they really let Brady McBride get out of the pocket too much. Uh, the, the, he, he was 20 for 40 for 156 yards. I'd say probably 100 of those were on scrambles outside of the pocket. At least that's what it felt like. So I, I, I think there was a lot of anxiousness, a lot of I want to make the play on the defensive line. I think them working de- better together staying their lanes, closing the pocket, making sure some of the athletic dual-threat quarterbacks that Baylor's going to see in the, set, in the Big 12 conference play specifically, you've got to keep them in the pocket. They failed against that with Brady McBride. You can't do that against Kansas State, against Texas, against Oklahoma, and survive. You, you mentioned defensive performance. Uh, Ika with just one tackle, and, and he's, he's, he's going to be a, a better performer than that. Absolutely, and he had some opportunities to make some plays. They had some stunts where pretty much he blew up the double team and in doing so blew up the stunt as well that would have had an open lane to the, to the, uh, to the quarterback. So, again, I think getting the timing, working together, that's going to take some time. You want to make those mistakes against Texas Southern. You don't want to make those mistakes in a couple of weeks against and Iowa State, when you really have a chance to get a top ten, you know, if they win this week, uh, maybe even top five uh, caliber program coming into Waco. Talk a little bit about Gary Bohannon uh, in your thoughts there. 15 of 24, no touchdowns, uh, but no interceptions either, and uh, 148 yards through the air. Yeah, really tracking how he played. I thought he threw one risky pass that ended up as a completion. I think a better defensive back cuts under that and intercepts it. That was really the only ball that I thought he put in a danger zone. He had, I'd say, two bad passes, one in the end zone and one down the field uh, to, I believe, R.J. Sneed on a, on a deep route. Outside of that, he was on point. You know, uh, Baylor really kept it vanilla a lot on the passing game. Um, they did a couple of those play-action rollouts, which I think he was nearly perfect on those going to R.J. Sneed or Tyquan Thornton on those deep comeback routes, which that is a staple component of this Baylor Bears offense. Uh, also play-action on those deep crossing routes, about 10 to 15 yards down the, the field. Again, he was really, really good at those baseline concepts. And that's the, the key with this offense. You have to be able to get the foundation plays down. And really, 99% of what we saw last Saturday was foundation plays, the bread and butter plays, the vanilla plays that really set up the counters, that set up the play-action bootlets, that set up instead of being a deep comeback route, all of a sudden it's a stop and go and that's a touchdown. We really didn't see Baylor go to that second, third, fourth counter off of the standard plays that we will see later on this season when they need it. What do you think about this week with that offense trying to establish the running game again on Saturday? Is that imperative that they continue to do that as they lean toward Big 12 play? It has to be because, again, that is the foundation. Being able to run that wide zone, 
uh, consistently and effectively and to be able to show that. Baylor really didn't show any zone read options, which we mostly believe is going to be a piece of the package, especially with, with an incredible athlete like Gary Bohannon at quarterback. Uh, that's another component that we really didn't see. We didn't see a lot of the power and trap concepts that are plays off of the standard wide zone package that really Baylor struck with, even with a loaded box. Um, you know, Texas State was really playing one safety high a lot of the times, really wanting Baylor to pass it. And they said, no, we're going to run it. And we're still going to average 5.3 yards per carry on 45 attempts. So they ran it into all kinds of boxes. That gives me optimism, and I think we're going to see a similar game plan uh, against Texas Southern. Um, you know, we might see a, diff- a couple of different wrinkles if they want to, to expand the playbook passing-wise. But, you know, this team is still going to be learning the offense for the next few weeks and really throughout the season. We're not going to see the full, full Jeff Grimes offense probably until next season, but we definitely didn't see the majority of what they have installed so far. Tim, do we, uh, do we have a different look to the conference on Friday? Are there uh, a, a few new members to this league possibly on Friday? <laughs> Yeah, that's what it sounded like. You know, 24-7 Sports is reporting that Cincinnati has uh, formally applied uh, and that they are expecting the Big 12 to take a vote on Friday. Make no mistakes, any vote is just pomp and circumstance and a formality at this point. The conversations, the negotiations, the the backdoor dealings have all been done. As I like to say, uh, Sometimes you only ex- extend an offer when you know it's going to be committed to. And this is that type of situation. Cincinnati is not extending this offer, expecting there to be a deliberation on it. None of these schools that do formally take this step, uh, especially for any in an existing conference like Cincinnati, like a Houston, UCF, there's a process to go through. BYU, it doesn't really matter. They're an independent for the most part. They're going to apply. They don't have a lot of red tape to get through. But these schools in the American Athletic Conference, there's red tape. There's formality to this. So, yeah, it, that's a big step. That means this is pretty much done in Cincinnati. Probably within the next 48 to 72 hours, they're going to have some type of celebration on their campus as future Big 12 members. What are you working on for BearsIllustrated.com? Uh, continuing to, to look at Texas Southern, uh, you know, really taking a look at what we could see against them. It's, it's really difficult to kind of prepare for a, for a FCS-level school. You know, there aren't all these big names to prep for. But what are the goals? What do we want to see against Texas Southern? Scotty Swingler, who formerly ran the Please Bear With Me Please Bear With Me podcast, uh, has a great article on that. And then, obviously, the fallout of Zach Pyron as the quarterback commitment. Uh, we're covering that, have some exclusive angles on that, and well as taking a look at who are some of the other quarterbacks, if any, Baylor could look at for that 2022 class. As always, Tim, it's a pleasure. Appreciate your time today, buddy. Absolutely, guys. Thanks so much. Talk to you soon. That is uh, Tim Watkins from BearsIllustrated.com. It's a 459. We are right back to talk some TCU football with Stephen Simcox, and uh, we'll do that next right here on ESPN Central Texas. It's the Baylor Coaches Show. Tonight, live from Rudy's in Waco. Make note of the new start time and join us tonight, beginning at 7 p.m. for the Baylor Coaches Show, live from Rudy's. Come join us and hear from women's golf coach Jay Goble and head football coach Dave Aranda. The Baylor Coaches Show. Tonight, live from Rudy's in Waco. Here on ESPN Central Texas. 
Old Chicago Pizza is back and better than ever in Waco. Try the new Insanity Pizza. So good, so different, it had to be called Insanity. Detroit-style metal pan, deep dish, buttery, flaky crust, covered in Old Chicago signature sauce, drizzled down the sides, topped edge to edge with Wisconsin brick cheese. Everybody gets a corner piece for maximum crispy caramelized goodness. Insanity Pizza at Old Chicago. Try it today. Now open at 4641 South Jack Colgin Expressway in Waco. In Commons Bank is rooting for all of our local teams this 2021 football season. While you gear up for game days this fall, why not earn money at the same time? With the new Mars Rewards checking account from In Commons Bank, you can earn money every time you swipe your debit card. Earn while snagging spirit shirts, snacks, and supplies for celebrations after the big win with the Mars Rewards debit card. It's the perfect card for everyday purchases. Visit us in person or online at In Bank.com forward slash Mars to find out more information. Member FDIC. Marineland Boating Center, Crest Pontoons, and Mercury Marine believes no matter how you boat, the water unites us all. Crest Pontoons offer a level of quality, safety, style, and comfort that is unparalleled in the industry. Mercury outboards are durable, reliable, and powerful. Whether you're fishing, pulling a tube, or just getting away from it all to relax, Marineland Boating Center has the perfect model for you. Take time to live the pontoon life and experience the Crest standard of excellence. Powered by Mercury at Marineland Boating Center in Waco, making memories since 1983. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. Ah, music to our ears. Just like the words of Randy and Dennis, real customers who decided to give Good Feet arch supports a try with a free fitting and test walk. In the morning, it felt like I was standing on marbles on my heel. Working at an amusement park and being on my feet all day long, extreme pain every day, trying so many different things over the counter, none of it worked. When I went into the Good Feet store, the fitting was all about me. She brought out these two little art supports, tried them on, walked around the store with them, and immediately felt better. It's amazing. Your day becomes better and the sun shines. You know, it's a good life. See how our trusted specialists and personally fit art supports can help with foot, knee, hip, and back pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. Looking for the perfect home to rent? Shamrock Property Management offers quality houses, townhomes, and duplexes for lease in the greater Waco area. Whether you're looking for a low-maintenance duplex or an executive home with plenty of space or something in between, Shamrock Property Management can help you find just the perfect place to call home. Let their dedicated team help you locate a rental home that fits both your lifestyle and budget. Learn more at shamrockmgt.com. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. All right, 503, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. 5-3, the Rangers leading Arizona in the seventh inning. Our 5 o'clock hour this afternoon is the service of VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. And they are currently hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All the openings start at $17 an hour or more, and you can apply at 7601 Imperial Drive. We welcome into the uh, program from Locked on Horn Frogs, the podcast, Stephen Simcox. Stephen, good afternoon. How are you? I'm good. I've heard there's still good tickets available for that D-backs Rangers game in Arizona. I think there might be more people 
in the studio with you there, Tom. Hey, great so seats. Yeah, great seats still available. There is no question about it. Uh, for the for the get-out-of-town game on the mini two-game series with uh, with Arizona. But this is a red-hot Ranger team, Stephen, and they may not lose another one. Oh, Lord. Sure thing. Break them up, man. I mean, they're, they're doing it. Uh, yeah, they're a fun group to watch right now. I'll be honest. You know, as football has come into full swing, especially with college football starting up this past weekend, it's hard for me to uh, to lock in. So if if you are watching, I know you guys, you kind of have to do this because of your job, but if you're watching Rangers D-backs voluntarily, please call the station. Please get in touch with Aaron, and he can put you in touch with me, and I have good licensed professionals that can help you out. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, we, we've, we've kind of got it on in the studio. You know, anyway, Stephen, it looks like Friday that this conference may have a, a different look to it. It sure does. And, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I, I think there's still some issues, right? I mean, the four teams that are getting added maybe don't move the needle from a, a national brand perspective. But it's some pretty good football programs, UCF and Houston and Cincinnati. And, uh, and BYU potentially joining the league. And the first, one thing that stood out in my mind today when I was thinking about it, it's a really good crop of coaches, too. You know, Gus Malzahn um, was at Auburn for a long time, and now he's started that, that journey there at UCF. Uh, Dana Holgerson, it really hasn't come together yet at Houston, but he's another guy with great pedigree. He obviously knows the conference really well. Um, Kalani Sitaka at BYU is coming off a great season. And Luke Fickle at Cincinnati, I mean, that's a top-ten team. Well, we'll see what they do as the year goes on, but they played the big bowl game last year against Georgia, and they were competitive. This ends up, in my mind, being a really competitive football and basketball conference. And if you keep that automatic qualifier for the playoffs, when and if it eventually expands, uh, I think the Big 12 makes out pretty well here. Now, money-wise, uh, it could be a problem, and I, I get that is the big elephant in the room. But from a fan perspective, like I don't really care – how much money TCU makes in TV dollars because none of that goes in my pocket. Like, I just want good competitive football, and I think that is available in a new-look Big 12. Um, I'll be interested to see how these teams handle, like, a Power 5 schedule. We've seen other teams make that jump. TCU did it. Utah did it. And there's been success, but it hasn't been as consistent as it was in the Mountain West. I'm kind of excited, though. Maybe it's because I just felt like the demise of the conference was inevitable. Uh, but I think they've actually kind of rallied fairly nicely here. Can this conference survive? With I mean, and I agree, I think it's going to be a fun conference to watch. I, I, I don't know uh, how competitive some of those teams will be right off the bat, but, I mean, you never know from year to year. But can this conference survive without that big TV dollar and, and make it sustainable for the foreseeable future? Yeah, well, I guess that just depends on what, what people's priorities are. I, I mean, can it survive and be a viable league that has good competition? Yes. Um, now, as far as the financial dollars go, I think a lot of that depends on where is college football going in the next few years. The SEC has made it known they're trying to you know swing even more for the fences with the two schools that they've added. Uh, the ACC and Pac-12 and Big Ten have made this weird alliance that I still don't really understand, but they're trying to preserve, you know, their integrity, I guess, as, as being in the elite club. Um, and if, if that's what it becomes, if it becomes even more of a, a sport where there's sort of the haves and the have-nots, 
uh, then that could be problematic for the Big 12. But, I mean, that being said, I know this is not what people want. There's a lot of conferences, though, outside the Power Five that compete and have good teams and have fans that are passionate about what, you know, they're doing as a school. Um, I think it's a hard question to answer just because we don't know what the future of the sport's going to look like. I think if the playoff expands, like they were talking about before, everything sort of um, went haywire with, with realignment, then there's opportunities because the Big 12 can potentially get in still with an automatic qualifier bid or, you know, still be at the table if you're looking at full teams. Um, and if that becomes a reality, I don't think this is as big of a hit as it initially uh, looked at first. But we'll have to see, you know, the SEC kind of runs the show. And, and what do they want to do? You're, you're sort of at the mercy of them, unfortunately. Stephen, this uh, this Saturday it's TCU and the Bears, and, and it should be a fun one. I, I'm looking forward to it. But it's the other Bears. It's the Cow Bears. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah, it is, Tom. And, I mean – I think there's a lot of momentum for this game before the season started just because you know, TCU handled Duquesne fine. Uh, it, they basically played one half of football. They, they knocked the third and fourth quarter and I was down to 12 minutes, which I didn't know you could do that, but apparently you can. Uh, so this will be their first real test of the season. Cal is coming off a loss to Nevada. Uh, Justin Wilcox, though, has a good defense, so I think we'll get a better idea of what this TCU offense looks like. And I, I imagine this will be a pretty hungry and desperate team coming in on the Cal Bears because you don't want to fall to 0-2. You lost the game that you were favored in at home early in the season, so 0-2 would be a pretty big disaster. Uh, 2.30 kick in Fort Worth. I, I know it's getting a little cooler out here, but I expect warm, warm temperatures when that game is played, which might end up being a factor. Uh, but what I'm looking for most as far as matchup-wise is, you know, the TCU offense, which there's been a lot of optimism about them being better. Uh, well, Cal has a pretty good defense. You know, they only gave up 22 points last week. Uh, Justin Wilcox is a, a former defensive coordinator. What can they do against a team that can match them athletically and get after them a little bit? When you look what you, the Frogs were able to do last Saturday, could you get a decent read? I mean, they are pretty balanced rushing and, and passing-wise, but you mentioned – cutting the quarters down in the third and fourth quarter. Could, could you get a, a decent feel for where this offense is going, at least early? Not really. I think it was pretty simple. Uh, they just kind of relied on their receivers to make plays in one-on-one matchups. What I will say about the game, um, I mean, they did what they were supposed to do. They pretty much overwhelmed Duquesne. And they played games against FCS opponents in the past. And they didn't have one last year because of COVID, but – in 2019, they played Arkansas Pine Bluff, and, I mean, they won that game, and they won it pretty comfortably, but you could tell it was sort of a struggle to put drives together and, and get points. That was not the case on Saturday. I mean, they really moved up and down the field at will. The only thing that set them back was a couple of silly penalties. Um, so I guess if you're looking for optimism, that's encouraging, but I don't really believe you got any sort of read on, you know, how good they could actually be just because – uh, of the level of competition, but they handled their business, and and now we'll get a better look in week two. Stephen, what do you uh, what do you got working for the podcast? Well, plenty of coverage of you know these potential teams joining that, that we mentioned earlier. Um, so we'll have that up. Gary Patterson spoke on Tuesday. We'll have some of that audio up on tomorrow's episode, and it's uh, locked on Horn Frogs. You can get it wherever you get podcasts, and 
on Twitter, I'm at Simcox Steven. If you want to uh, follow me, I try to post the show every day. Hey, Steven, we appreciate it. Thanks, buddy. Have a great day. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Talk to you soon. That is uh, Steven Simcox with LockedOnHornFrogs.com. It's 512. We're 12 after 5, and we're going to get to the Cowboy update this afternoon. If you or a loved one suffer from chronic pain, it doesn't have to be that way. Dr. Rao Ali of Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsboro is board-certified pain specialist, and you can call Dr. Ali today at 469-562-4188. Here's Christy Scales with today's Cowboy Update. Everyone with today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. A reworked offense that's without Zach Martin, who's in COVID protocol, has to deal with something in tomorrow's opener they didn't have to worry about last year with the pandemic. A full stadium with a loud crowd. Details after this. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. Get the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Cowboys fan. Join Dallas Cowboys United, presented by Globe Life, and get an exclusive DCU fan pack and member benefits. Dallas Cowboys United members receive exclusive access to virtual content, Cowboys Pro Shop discounts, early entrance to select Cowboys events, VIP experiences, and more. Memberships start at only $20. Visit DallasCowboys.com United to join today. That's DallasCowboys.com United. The Cowboys head to Tampa this afternoon for tomorrow night's opener at the Bucks, who will raise their Super Bowl banner in front of a full-capacity, sold-out crowd. Dallas's offensive line, which has Pro Bowl guard Zach Martin and COVID protocol, will have to do something they didn't do during last year's pandemic in front of empty stadiums, a silent count. But there was one Cowboy looking forward to a raucous fan base, and that's receiver C.D. Lamb. This is really my first real NFL game that's, you know, with fans. You can feel football is around, you know what I'm saying? The fans do a great job of just making us feel the impact of, you know, one another. And uh, I'm excited to be back out there. Tomorrow night's kickoff is 7:20 Central. With the Cowboys on the way to Tampa, I'm Christy Scales. If you're a professional athlete or an armchair quarterback and suffer from chronic pain, let Dr. Rao Ali, a board-certified pain management specialist, help you. He's helping Central Texans at Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsboro with necks, backs, arms, and really any part of the body that aches. Call Dr. Rao Ali at 469-562-4188 to make an appointment. That number again, 469-562-4188. Don't let pain sideline you. So a friend told me about Mr. Clean Magic Eraser and his exact words were, it changed my life. I used to spend a ridiculous amount of time trying to remove tomato sauce from inside our microwave and soap scum off the bathtub. It's like seriously magic and my secret weapon for cleaning the kitchen, bathroom, doors and walls and even keeping my sneakers clean. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser. Greatest invention ever. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser, the unicorn of cleaning. Have you heard about the new Korean barbecue taco? That's right. Way Cool Tacos and Tamales at Union Hall is the place to get them. The mouth-watering Korean barbecue taco. Caramelized bulgogi beef, Asian slaw, cilantro with sriracha lime and mayo served on a flour tortilla. Way Cool Tacos and Tamales in Union Hall. 
handcrafted with love and inspired by their family's generations of Tex-Mex recipes. Located in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Waco. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. Connect, host, work, and play with the Baylor Club. Enjoy an upscale environment featuring chef-driven cuisine and space to watch all the action. Discover a private club inside McLean Stadium with all the amenities you could want, including complimentary breakfast Monday through Friday, a la carte dining for lunch and dinner, and special events for all interests. Contact John or Rebecca today at 254-710-8080 to make the Baylor Club your home away from home or to book your next private event. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. We'll see a few clouds out there early this evening. Otherwise, mostly clear skies expected. Low temperatures falling to a very comfortable 67 degrees. Mostly sunny skies tomorrow will top out at 93. And mostly sunny on Friday with a high of 96. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5.36 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lynch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. The Baltimore Ravens signed three-time Pro Bowl running back Le'Veon Bell to their practice squad yesterday. Georgia jumped from response to number two behind Alabama in the AP Top 25, followed by Ohio State, Oklahoma, and A&M rounding out the top five. Fans wanted to see Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers face Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys in the NFL's first matchup of the 2021 season will have to pay a high price. According to Vivid Seats, the average cost of ticket for Thursday night's game at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa is $582. That's the highest price admission for a Bucks game in the past 10 years. Rangers on a three-game winning streak go for their longest streak of the season, taking on the Diamondbacks this afternoon. Temple Coaches Show with Scott Stewart tonight, live from Wings Pizza and Things in Temple and on Fox Sports Central Texas starting at 6 o'clock. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Back to the Alan Samuel Studios. All right, drive safely on your way home. 519 here from ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward and Aaron. Tom and Aaron in the uh, Alan Samuel Studios. And Ward White is down at Wings Pizza and Things for the uh, Coach Stewart Show that's coming your way tonight at 6 o'clock over on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. Then at 7 back here on ESPN Central Texas, it is the uh, Baylor Coaches Show. John Morris will be live at Rudy's Barbecue. Everybody gets to go to barbecues and wings and pizza and things. Mm -hmm. And Aaron and I got to stay in the studio and work. (laughs) Sorry. You know, and you would think once in a blue moon you'd go, oh, hey, I'm going to bring, you know, a dozen wings home. Or, man, they got a great pizza pie I want you to try, and I'm going to bring it back. And, and No. You know what? The bad thing for me is my doctor, I went last week for an annual. 
mm-hmm. and and I've I've lost weight. I've on purpose. I've been working out and cut my calories. She said, "Okay, you've lost enough weight. You need to start eating more." So yeah, that's, what, that's exactly what my doctor told me, Ward. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I brought some wings home last week, and nobody was around by the time I got back. So well, three o'clock in the morning is probably not a good time to be bringing them back. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean you, know. you know, it's the effort that counts. Isn't yeah, it? I guess so. <laughs> hey, uh, real quick, I'm going to be over at um, Diamore Fine Jewelers uh, Saturday morning. Uh, we'll be there for the uh, first responders' seventh annual appreciation day. Uh, police, EMTs, firefighters, dispatchers, first 100 to come by. Got some nice gifts for you and uh, some uh, some goodies for you, and uh, should be a lot of fun. And that'll be coming up Saturday from 10 until noon at uh, Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive. Ward, I was just looking, and, and again, uh, Riesel and Clyde. Uh, Clyde's already found the mm. game. They're going to play Winthorpe. Clyde is nice. going to play Winthor. So, Good for them. Yeah, they've they've uh, they have found a game to. Yeah, and you got to be you got to be flexible in, in this COVID situation, especially yep. when it comes to these non district football games. So mm-hmm. uh, good for Clyde. They found a game, but to, and, and it's unfortunate for Riesel. Also, their JV game, Riesel's JV game with Mart, has been postponed, from what we understand as well. I was just thinking about it and, and looking over the uh, Central Texas schedule ward. I'm trying to find the game of the week. And I've kind of narrowed it down to two or three games. Okay. I, I don't know where I want to go with the game of the week. Now, there's some good matchups across the state, but when I say game of the week, I mean right here in our backyard. You know, uh, you know. look, uh, La Vega's playing LBJ. That's four playing five, but that's right. in Austin. It's in Austin. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, you know, Salado's hooking up with Stephenville. I think that should be fun. But, that should be a fun one. But it's at Memorial Stadium in Stephenville. I, you know, it, it's – so we I, I've kind of taken that off the list. Hamilton, okay. Hamilton's playing Heiko. I think, you know, they're, what, 15 miles apart? That yeah, that's be, that's that, a pretty good rivalry. Yeah, that would be fun. Uh, All right. So here here we go. How about Rockdale and Lexington? They're, yeah, they're neighbors. Yeah, that's the, that'll be a good one. That'll they're, be a good one. Academy, who's off to a great start, is taking on Grosbeck. All right. You want mine? Uh, I, let me give you a couple more. I, I think I think I know where you're going. Gatesville Go and Lorena is 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 got to be under consideration. I think so. But the one I'm going to go with, uh huh, Cameron versus Franklin. And you're saying, hang on a second, Cameron's 0 and 2. Yeah, but, but they but. lost to Laga Vista, and they mm-hmm. lost to Belleville, and, and, right. and they're playing the number one team in the state in in Franklin. And we know how tradition rich Cameron is. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of pick Cameron and Franklin. Okay, that's the second one on my list. Okay. You want to hear number one? Yeah, let's hear number one. How about the Brownwood Lions coming in to Cougar Stadium taking on China Springs? I, I considered that game, but because the opponent was not from right here in our backyard, I kind of passed on it. But yeah, no, you're going right. to be a great football oh, game. Oh, it is. No, I mean, I, I get it. And you if you want to talk about tradition, Rich, the, the, the fighting <laughs> Brownwoods, they, they've got yeah, a little tradition. Yeah, there's something there in Brownwood, isn't there? Yeah, absolutely. You know, <laughs> once upon a time, that believe it or not, for a couple of years, that was a district game. Yes, it was. You remember absolutely. that? Absolutely. Yeah, I do. It wasn't that I long ago. Do. Yeah. No, it was just uh, the last realignment. It was. Yeah, but uh, no, that that that's a good one. Did you, what was did, so among the ones that I kind of bounced around? Was there did, did any intrigue you? Yeah, I think the, I, I had it on my uh, circled on Franklin and Cameron Yo was another one that I think that you would be a, a must-see coming up this weekend. Um, Did you I, see what Cameron, really, Cameron got beat by Laga Vista? Six, uh-huh. 64 to 62. 
on opening yeah. night. I mean, a little bit of offense going on there, yeah. right? And or, then got beat by a lack of defense. Yeah, and you just don't see a Cameron team start 0-2. And, and no, now, you don't. And, and now they get to play the number one team in the state in Franklin. Are, mm-hmm. are the Yeomans staring 0-3? I, I think it's a possibility, and that's something they're not used to. But remember, Cameron Yo is, is – and it's hard to say this and and have a straight face, but Cameron Yo is kind of in a little bit of rebuild right now, right? I mean, you know, they, they went out and got their guy that they wanted, and the reason why they went out and got their guy that they wanted because they weren't at the spot where they're normally accustomed to being at, right? So, I mean, it, it, it's going to be shocking to look at a schedule and go, ooh, Yo's 0-3? What's going on there? But and, you, you kind of have to keep that in mind. And the guy they wanted is the guy that's been there before. Yes, kinda absolutely. Kind of gets, gets it. Kind of understands. Yeah. yeah. So. Absolutely. I, I think so. so I, I think you're right. And I like what Luke Howard is doing over at, uh, at Gatesville. I, I know they got beat uh, last week by a very talented Glen Rose team. They're 1-1. One and one. And, and, look, they're playing 0-2 Lorena. Ray Biles' team has been in two dogfights, Franklin and China Spring. He's and, gotten his team better in the first two weeks of the football season. With an 0-2 Just put record. it that way. That, that, no, you're 100% correct. You're 100% correct. And that's why those non-district games, uh, you know, I, I know everybody wants to win them, and you start looking around going, oh, we're 0-2 or we're 2-0. and No, it's about getting better. Johnny Tusa, Ward used to say it. I said, you know, why are you scheduling Lufkin? Why are you scheduling Longview and John Tyler and Tyler Lee? He said, I want those kind of programs to expose my soul. He wanted to know everything about his football team before mm-hmm. district play. Sure. I mean, that's the only way you're going to get better. You can roll out there and be 3-0 and going into district play and – everybody's happy and 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 you know the the band may play a little bit louder and and more people may uh be excited and talking about you at the coffee shop but when it's all said and done are you a better football team are you ready to play through the district and get to where you want to be in the postseason and a lot of times the answer is no because you played a lesser opponent in one other game, and this is not a local game, but man, if you if you had like your uh, your helicopter all gassed up and ready to go, <laughs> Trinity and Colleyville, Colleyville Heritage, four yeah that five and six five yeah, versus that, six that could be a good one. I I, I think that that's going to be really something to to watch. I, I I don't know which way to go with that because. You say, well, well, Trinity has a loss. Well, they got a loss to a pretty good football team that I got to see in week one. Um, and so that that could be, you know, a little bit deceiving. And, and speaking of that number one team, I, I think that this one's going to be interesting to watch them as well this week uh, at Crusader Stadium as Mansfield Summit taking on Westlake because I think Mansfield Summit has a chance to be a really good football team this season. So, we're going to find out a lot about them coming up on Friday as well. Man, I know it's early, but from everything I've heard from you and everything that I've read and seen, I think, <clears throat> excuse me, everybody's playing for second when it comes to, to Westlake. No, I do too. I, I, I you know, at, at this point right now, but you're going to find out, uh, you know, how they th- – this will be the most athletic and fastest team that they've faced so far this year. How do they absorb that? That's going to be interesting to watch for me. 
All right, uh, 528 coming up in just a few minutes. We are going to uh, welcome into the program John Machota from The Athletic. But first, we're going to talk about Morrison's gifts. Uh, You know what? If you guys are looking for a birthday gift, an anniversary gift, a holiday gift, whatever the occasion may be or no occasion, then the place to go is Morrison's Gifts. They've been in business since 1979. Man, whether it's John Hart leather goods or uh, Consuela products or big old key rings, candles, jewelry, you name it, they got it, and they can help you pick out that perfect gift for that special someone. Then they're going to provide free gift wrapping for you and make it look perfect. Morrison's Gifts is located at 4308 West Waco Drive. You're going, hang on a second, 4308. It's, It's in that strip center. Uh, with uh, the, the Brazos Square sh- uh, Center, uh, and it's uh, right there by Jason's Deli, so you can't miss it. It's a great place, good folks. Morrison's Gifts uh, since 1979. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Now here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the midweek Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, our weekly visit with Athletic Director Mac Rhodes, looking at the football season opening win and the home opener this Saturday. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Get ready for the new season with the latest in Baylor Nike gear from the Baylor Bookstore on campus or online at BaylorShop.com. After my first car accident, I feared the biggest damage would be to my wallet. I expected a mountain of bills and a long, drawn-out process. But my Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent was there when I needed her and helped me get back on my feet and in my car in no time. Instead of a hassle, I got reassurance and a quick recovery. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to find an agent who's there when you need them most. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Now, doing his part in preparing champions for life, here's the voice of the Bears. And welcome back. Today, our weekly visit with Athletic Director Mac Rhodes, beginning with the football season opening win on the road Saturday. We do have football underway. Road win is always good. Great start to the season. Looking forward to being at home this Saturday. Yeah, I'm certainly looking forward to, to coming home. And uh, again, always great to start off with uh, with a win. It's it's um, it's hard to win games. And uh, you know, I, I thought the, the the game against Texas State um, there was um, there were certainly some positives and uh, and and some things that that we need to improve upon. Uh, and so I think from a coaching perspective gave our coaches a, a lot to work with. And so, again, uh, great to win, but uh, but we know we've got some some areas that we really need to improve upon. And then, you know, Texas Southern uh, coming up 6 p.m., McLean Stadium. Wow, so good to have, have football back in McLean, full capacity. 
uh, a tribute to our first responders. You know, you just think about all they've been through the last 18 months and um, just grateful to, to all of them. And uh, we have some of the best in the, uh, in the city of Waco. Volleyball's on the road again, continuing that tough schedule. And uh, soccer is home Sunday night hosting Oregon. Yeah, hosting Oregon, you know, um, off to a good start, 3-2-1. and one. Again, uh, a young squad. I think we said that last year, <laughs> but uh, somehow uh, we, we have, I think, approximately 14 freshmen, sophomore uh, young women competing for us. And, uh, again, Coach Jobson doing a great job and uh, getting that team prepared and ready for uh, Big 12 play. Thanks, Mac. And a reminder, our Baylor Coaches Show tonight live from Rudy's with a new time. Now 7 to 8 p.m. this evening, come here women's golf coach Jay Goble and head football coach Dave Aranda tonight beginning at 7. That's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. The Whitney Coaches Show with Mark Bird is brought to you by Citizen State Bank of Whitney. Coach, coming off an impressive 31-6 victory over the Robinson Rockets last Friday night. Talk a little bit about that game. What did your team do well, first of all, on the offensive side of the ball? Well, I'll tell you what, we, we, we rebounded from the week before really well. You know, just physicality of the line of scrimmage. You know, we needed to go back and reestablish that offensively and then, you know, catch the ball in space. We knew if we could get the ball in space, we had a chance to get the ball down the field and have some good gains. And, you know, just throwing and catching, that percentage really went up. And Garrett had time to throw uh, Peacock, and uh, it paid off. You know, it really did. But I think more than anything, just get some confidence back in what we, we know we can do. Now, defense, defensively, you held them to only six points. It looked like your defense had a pretty good night. Had a good night. You know, uh, they had a hard time holding on to the ball. We got three or four turnovers, which – you know that that always always helps, but uh, you know playing assignment football against that offense is what you got to do. And for the most part, you know our, our kids were able to do that. And uh, again, kind of go back into the offensive side of things, we had to handle their physicality as well from their offensive line. I, I think both their tackles are really good, and <clears throat> of course you got to start with a fullback. And you know we, we were just able to manage that, and you know you just add the turnovers to it, it, it came out on top for us. This week you have Rodgers. Talk a little bit about what they do on the offensive and defensive sides of the ball. You know, Rodgers is a really, really explosive offense. I mean, the tailback, number three, uh, kid they got back there, he can really take the ball in space and do some, some magical things with it. Uh, you know, they're they're a good a good ball club. And, you know, I think that uh, Academy, the game they had against them, kind of woke them up as well, kind of like us. So, and they had a good, had a good ball game this past week against San Saba. Uh, you know, but offensively they're going to they're going to pound the rock and make make a tackle, and then defensively they're just solid. I mean, they're, they're not a team that's going to take themselves out of position. Uh, their kids make really good fundamental steps, and like I said, they they do not beat themselves. You're going to have to go and play Rogers. ESPN Central Texas. Citizen State Bank is excited about Central Texas high school sports and is glad to be a part of so many outstanding communities. Citizens has 10 branches to serve you, including Buffalo, Centerville, Clifton, Dawson, Grosbeck, Hubbard, Itasca, Teague, West, and Whitney. If you're one of their valued customers, they say thank you for your business. If you're looking for a bank where you're more than a number, check them out at citizenstatebanktx.com. 
Members' children participate in many school activities. This gives Citizen State Bank a vested interest in the lives of these students. They wish all the student athletes, cheerleaders, and band and drill team members a year of success. Whether you're a bison, tiger, cub, bulldog, goat, jagger, wampus cat, lion, trojan, or wildcat, know that Citizen State Bank supports and appreciates your hard work. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. All right, 537, 23 away from six. And uh, we're joined now by John Machota from the uh, Athletic. John, we were talking earlier. What do you think this Cowboy defense is going to look like going into uh, into Tampa Bay? <laughs> That's a great question. I mean, <laughs> if, we go, if we go off what we've seen in practice and what we've seen in the preseason, uh, I mean, albeit that Demarcus Lawrence didn't play at all in the preseason, I think that you're going to see something that's better than last year. So that's a start. Um, but I just don't know that it's going to be tremendously, obviously, like without question, better than it was last year this first week. And that's a lot because of the fact that there's only so much that they can get accomplished in the preseason and in training camp and in some of these practices. And then just the fact of going against the greatest quarterback of all time and this, you know, defending Super Bowl champion offense. It, it just, I guess I'd say this I expect them to be more. Uh, all on the same page. I expect them to have less mental errors. I expect um, us to come out of this game not questioning effort, which happened obviously too many times last year. Uh, but I don't think that anybody should think this is, this just isn't working or uh, it's not going to be a good defense or even a middle-of-the-pack defense if all of a sudden they you know get blown out uh, tomorrow night. I just think that there's, this is a long road ahead. And I think Dan Quinn is the right guy. I do think that the players are bought in. I just think it's a very bad matchup for them to be going against Tom Brady and these guys uh, coming off their Super Bowl win. But uh, it should be better. John, looking at this offense with Zach Martin being out, how much does this affect what this offense wants to get accomplished in game one? I mean, again, it's it, if it was against another team, I think that – you could sit there and say, well, you know, but at least you're going to have Tyron Smith and Lyle Collins back. And you know what? Uh, Connor McGovern is, is one of their top five best offensive linemen. Like, if they had only put out their top, their best five, he would be one of their best five. And his best position is right guard. But the problem is that he just isn't on the same level, even near it, that Zach Martin is. It's a significant drop-off. I found it interesting uh, that, uh, that Ezekiel always said the other day that he thinks that Zach is being the best player on their offense. And and pointed out how Zach's the guy that they run a lot of their plays behind. And so it, it, it's, it's not great any week, but it's 
specifically not great when you're going against a Vita Vea and a Dominican Sioux. Just a loaded, you know, Bucks front, not just their defensive line, but their linebackers. The entire front seven is just, uh, I mean, that's really what made the difference in the Super Bowl for them. So, uh, you know, not having Zach Martin for maybe a couple of different games, it wouldn't be as big of a blow. But for this particular game going against this defensive front, yeah, I, I think it's going to be it's going to be troublesome. But uh, not a, yeah, not exactly what you want for Dak Prescott going in his first game back after not playing in 333 days. Week one, the Bucks. Week two, the Chargers. If the Cowboys are one and one, you're 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 content with with that, maybe. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, to be honest with you, even if they were zero and two through that, um, I'd like to I'd like to know how they played. If they played well and they just happened to lose both those games, I, I certainly don't think in a seventeen game season and playing in again what what should be the worst division of football that it's it's any reason to just all of a sudden. Uh, pack everything up and say the season's over. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they're both tough matchups, and starting on the road like that, back-to-back games, obviously isn't ideal for them. Uh, I did find it interesting that Bruce Arian said the other day that uh, he's even been piping in crowd noise into their practices, uh, even though they're going to be at home because of the fact that they expect a lot of Cowboys fans to be at, at this game tomorrow night, and I certainly expect it to be pretty close to a Cowboys home game uh, against the Chargers in L.A. just for how many Cowboys fans are out there and, I don't know how many Chargers fans even exist anymore now that the team moved from San Diego. Um, so so maybe it isn't as bad. But, yeah, I mean, you're going Tom Brady and then Justin Herbert. I mean, that's that's going to be rough. But to me, it's bigger than just, you know, at the end of the day, the wins and losses. Like, if you if, if the defense it looks significantly better and they all are on the same page and stuff like that and the offense looks like it's getting closer to what it was, two weeks of rust, I, I, I don't think that, that that would be a bad thing. Now, if they get blown out in these first two games, uh, then yeah, you got you got some serious issues. John, what do you need to see from Dak Prescott to where you can exhale and go, okay, he's all right, he's he's going to be fine. You know, he's never going to admit this, but for me, it's the entire probably for the last four or five months, it's been him taking a big hit, and and he's going to get it early in, in this game, not even necessarily on a run. You know, that's been the thing with with Dak is you know fighting for those extra yards, not getting down and sliding like the last two times. Uh, that he's gotten hurt in games have, have been because of that, because he's fighting for extra yards as a runner. I'm not even talking about that. I'm just talking about him, like, getting a pass off and then, you know, taking a shot from an Adamican Sioux, from a Vita Vea, uh, you know, from, from some of these, you know, linebackers, uh, Shaq Barrett and Devin White and these guys. Like, you know, they're going to be coming after him. And then they had the, the Joe Tryon kid from Washington. I mean, this, this front seven is, is going to be tough for any offensive line. So he's going to take some shots. So it's how does he get up and – and recover from that, and, and also I feel like for him personally, he probably does want to take one, just kind of, you know, knock out some cobwebs and, and get out there and just kind of go on to the next play because, you know, yeah, has he been playing football in, in you know, training camp and in OTAs and mini camp? Sure, but nobody's touching him. You know, I mean, Randy Gregory gets gets by on a rush. He just runs by back. Michael Parsons gets through the middle. He just runs by. No one's hitting him. No one's taking him to the ground. We I thought we would see that in the preseason, obviously, because of the shoulder strain. We didn't. That's going to happen pretty early in this game, and, and I think that'll be a big one to just kind of see how he responds to that. You mentioned uh, a couple of minutes ago that the East is, is a bad division. I think we all agree to that. With that in mind, what wins this division this year? Is it is it nine? Is it eight? I mean, does ten win it? I mean, what's, what's your what's your guess on 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 what it will take to win this division? I, I think ten is is a pretty good barometer. I think I'd set that as maybe the over-under, um, but when you started asking the question, like the very first thing that popped into my mind when you said, well, we'll win this division, I was already just thinking health. 
if you just tell me which one of these teams is going to be the healthiest, I mean, I really think that that was the difference with Washington last year. Like, if obviously Dak goes down and you're thinking, yeah, the season's over, but if, if you didn't have Lyle Collins and Tyron Smith out for the rest of the season, and, I mean, heck, Lyle missed the entire season, Tyron only played in two games, if you had that offensive line completely healthy, I think they make the playoffs last year even with Andy Dalton. Now they, they lose in the first round to the Bucks, just like Washington did. But Washington was a little bit more healthy, and, and that's what was the difference there. If you tell me this Cowboys team is going to stay relatively healthy, obviously there's an injury here or there, but they, they don't get, if you tell me they don't come anywhere near to what they were last year, then, yeah, they should win the division, and, and they should certainly win 10 games. John, how confident are you that we hear that, you know, Zeke's back and, look, we hadn't seen any in the preseason, and that's fine. I I don't really have a huge problem with that. I I think they should play some in the preseason, but that's just me being an old guy. But how confident are you that it's not just hype, that Zeke could return to form, at least close to form, that we expect him to be in this season? I'm pretty confident, and... I wasn't, let's say, maybe at the start of OTAs, maybe even a little bit mm-hmm. of minicamp, because going out to all those practices at the start at that time of the year, Zeke wasn't really talking. And because we don't have locker room access, you just you really get the players that are, that are made available. And the first time we got to talk to him out in Oxnard, the way he took ownership and basically said he was embarrassed almost like by the way he played last year, not just his running, but you know, not taking care of the ball. And I just think that from what I saw out there, not just on the weight-wise, but just the way he was moving around, you could, mm-hmm. he just seemed very motivated. And I, I put that in with the fact that, you know, Kellen Moore will say, hey, you know, some games we might run Zeke 40 times. Well, I'll believe that when I see it. I don't think that's going to happen. Under Jason Garrett, <laughs> yeah, that was a possibility. I don't see that happening under Mike McCarthy. So I think that they're going to do a good job of keeping him fresh um, but I, I don't know that we'll see the Zeke that we saw his first two years in the league just because of, you know, the number of carries he's taken. He's taken a pounding, uh, even though he is only 26. So, but I do think he'll be, he'll be much better than he was last year, and I think he, he'll get back to a guy that, you know, 1,200 yards, uh, you know, 10, 12 touchdowns, and if that happens, then, you know, this team should be in pretty good shape. But, yeah, I, I, I have bought in, and, and I wasn't right away uh, in the offseason program, but, but training camp did it for me. Hey, John, now what are you working on for the athletic? Yeah, so definitely tomorrow night, you know, everything off of the game, uh, it's going to be a unique experience because of our first road game covering it this way now that, you know, there's no locker room, but there's still making people available outside. So hopefully, you know, get some Jerry Jones in there. Uh, If it's a win, uh, it's obviously going to be a lot of different players and a a very exciting time. If not, uh, I'll definitely be writing about things that, uh, that, that went wrong and what needs to change, but, uh, Tomorrow before the game, we got a, like a running blog going on, on the Athletic where we're going to have stuff up and things like that leading up to the game. So, yeah, definitely uh, check out the Athletic tomorrow. Very cool. Hey, John, we appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me on. Talk to you soon. That's John Machota from the Athletic. And it'll be fun tomorrow night when the Cowboys take on the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, 
at Raymond J Stadium. And again, that uh, it, I believe is a seven o'clock kickoff, uh, and we'll have it on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas, with a six o'clock pregame. Uh, we'll have uh, Waco and Colleen at six thirty tomorrow night, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Let's take a second and let's talk about Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend of the car business at two hundred one West Loop three forty. 2021 Ram 1500 Quad Cab Lone Star Edition with total values of $6,250 or $2.9 for 72 months plus a $2,000 bonus cash. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels during their big Labor Day sales event that's still going on, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. Don't forget about the 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on the J.D. Powers Initial Quality Study. Also, the 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two right behind the Ram on the uh, 2021 uh, uh, study. Uh, the uh, 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck, Alan Samuels at the 201 West Loop 340 where they deliver quality and they always have and they always will. It's about quality, it's about service with Ted Teague and his group at Alan Samuels. Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. The Axle Coaches Show with Justin Havard is brought to you by Triple S Sports. Hey, Coach, uh, last week, close game, a real exciting game, and it's going to be a tough one this week. Yes, sir. We, uh, Bremont Tigers, we knew they were going to be well coached, and uh, they actually uh, got a couple of kids back, and uh, it came down to the wire. It was a dogfight, and we, uh, we uh, had the ball bounce our way at the right time, and uh, Got away with a win. It's always good to get that W. Uh, but this yes, week, sir. it's uh, going to be a slightly different team you're playing. Yes, sir. Uh, Crawford, they're going to be well coached again. They're kids. You know, they're, they're very disciplined. Um, very, very fundamental. And uh, they play hard. ESPN Central Texas. Okay right now with your guys, any injuries you need to worry about? No, sir, we, uh, Fox we Sports Radio. Running backs back last week, and, and he was a big help to us. Triple uh, S Sports is your one-stop shop for all baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from the names you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Play ball! Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about team, league, and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplessports.com. You're out! Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Great food and hometown atmosphere is what customers love about Rocket Cafe in Robinson. Popular breakfast choices are the Hungry Man Special, two pancakes, two eggs, bacon, and hash browns, and the Rocket Breakfast Burrito, sausage, bacon, eggs, cheese, and potatoes. The daily lunch special includes free dessert. Or check out the world-famous Rocket Burger with two one-third pound patties and all the fixings. The Friday Night Lights all-you-can-eat catfish special is just what fans enjoy on their way to the home games. A Robinson tradition, Rocket Cafe. 
Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Okay, stand by. Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios. 551, not away from This is the Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. Hang on a second there. All right, 551, make that 552. A little cloudy out, a little cloudy in here. Tom and and Aaron and Ward, we're glad you're with us as uh, we roll along here on this uh, Wednesday afternoon. That is going to do it for us, and uh, we'll uh, man, we had fun. And and thanks to Tim Watkins from BearsIllustrated.com for being on the program. Stephen Simcox from Locked On Horn Frogs uh, podcast for being on the program, and to uh, John Machota from the Athletic Talking Cowboy Football with us. We will do it again tomorrow afternoon at four o'clock. Have yourself a a great evening, and we'll see you tomorrow right here on ESPN Central Texas. This is the Spectrum Big 12 Blitz, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference football. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 football on today's Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. Coming up, College Game Day will be at a Big 12 location this Saturday. In fact, it's the Cyhawk matchup in Ames between Iowa and Iowa State. Details straight ahead on today's Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. Bunny is just breaking through every time. He's getting pressure on Velociraptor. You gotta fill the gap. You gotta know. Dad, yes. I need Lammy back. Uh, well, Lammy is Daddy's tight end. I know, but we're having a tea party. Oh, do you know who loves tea and has hands of stone? Muffin. Just big concrete mitts. She hasn't caught a pass all day. Want NFL Red Zone? Get the Spectrum TV Sports Pack. Over 10 sports channels for just $5 more a month. Upgrade now at Spectrum.com slash Sports Pack. Baylor Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics. The team physicians for Baylor Athletics. Diagnosing and treating all sports-related injuries, including concussions. These specialists also provide orthopedic services for athletes and non-athletes alike. Whether it's knee or shoulder pain, hand and wrist injuries, orthopedic spine care, and even an arthritis and total joint clinic. Trust the doctors Baylor Athletics Trust. Baylor Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics wants to get you back in the game. Welcome to the Big 12 Conference, a place marked by uncompromising values and unrivaled spirit, where champions are crowned the right way in the only conference with no divisions, where everyone plays everyone and every game matters. Welcome to the Big 12, a conference unlike all others, where possibilities are unlimited, competition is unsurpassed, and true potential is unleashed. Follow the action at Big12Sports.com. Want the latest in Nike Baylor gear? It's available at the Baylor Bookstore on 5th Street in the heart of the Baylor campus or online at BaylorShop.com. Hey folks, John Morris for the Bruner Auto family. If you're thinking about a Chevrolet, Chrysler, Buick, Dodge, GMC, Jeep, Cadillac, Toyota, or quality pre-owned vehicle, visit BrunerAuto.com. Bruner serves all of Texas with delivery to your location. 